Hello and welcome to another episode of Celebrate This with Marlena Benjamin, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in. You know, I have to thank you. I have to start off this episode, of course, by thanking you. If this is your first time listening, welcome, welcome aboard and keep listening. This is episode 23. There are 22 episodes to listen to after this one, of course. So thank you for joining me today. Please remember to follow me on Instagram. I have two Instagram accounts at Queen Marby, spelled M-A-R-B-I-E, or at celebratethis.pod. And it's celebratethis.pod, short for podcast. And remember to share because sharing is caring, all that good stuff. So, okay. So it is now July. We're in a new month, new possibilities. We're done with June. June was... You know, June June was a lot. June was a lot for me personally. You know, I won't get into it. But um, now we're in July, and I'm hoping that July brings some more cheery, positive, summery, happy, fun energy, right? Now, I'm just going to start off. Okay, so July 1st is Canada Day, right? So we have our uh, Canada's Independence Day on July 1st, but this year people were not really feeling to celebrate because this, this year people didn't want to celebrate because of all the murder of the indigenous children from the Catholic schools from years ago, but it's still messed up. They found so many unmarked graves. I don't know the the, the count, but it was bad. It's really bad. So people are not about that Canadian loving life right now. And I got to say, like, I'm very, um, I'm very proud to be Canadian, but hearing about all the history of the Catholic school board murdering the Aboriginal children and burying them is insane. And I'm just going to say this. You have to be a real waste of space, low life scumbag, evil piece of shit to hurt a child, you know, regardless of what race or creed or whatever, you know, so I'm just going to say that. And uh, we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, you know, and then July 4th is today. I'm recording this on on the United States independence. And I don't know. I mean, I'm sure, I mean, both countries have been founded. North America has been founded off of the backs of, you know, natives and all that. But I, I mean, I'm not going to get into it. I don't want to, I'm trying to be positive here, you know, but I just, I do have to mention that because that is messed up. But, you know, there's a lot of good things that um, both countries have done as well. There's there's a lot of good and bad in the world. I'm just going to say that as well, you know? Um, so we shall see, you know, but people still will, blow, uh, will do the fireworks, you know? You can't stop people from doing fireworks. Fireworks is just, they just, people just want an excuse to do fireworks because they just love it. You know, it could be, it could just be a regular Sunday. Sometimes I hear fireworks when there's no like holiday or anything like that going on. It could be just a regular Saturday and somebody's just like, oh, it's Saturday. Let's blow fireworks. You know, it's like, okay, weird, but that's cool. That's, I mean, that's good. You have a celebratory attitude, you know, (laughs) if you want to do fireworks. I'm always afraid to do anything with fireworks. I feel like my hand will get blown off. You know, I've heard too many, too many fireworks incidences, this is, this is, this is incidences <laughs> so uh, yeah i'm not trying to i like looking at them i'll look at fireworks from afar and be like "Ooh, ah you know that, that's what fireworks are for me but everything else yeah i'm not i'm not gonna be lighting one and running for it yeah it's like a grenade i i feel like a firework is like a grenade but 
Yeah. So anyways, yeah. So there were still fireworks. My nephew loves fireworks. So he looked when you're a kid, you know, you're not caught up in all the drama of the news. You just, you're a kid. So he, he liked that. I mean, who doesn't like fireworks? Come on. Anyways, moving on. So what else is happening out there? Okay. So Bill Cosby is out of jail and uh, that has been really crazy to, to see. Um, it's, it kind of just surprised. Like I didn't even know he was trying to get out of jail. I mean, I, I heard there was like some kind of appeal, but I didn't know like it was going to work, you know, like, um, I'm, I'm not going to give my opinion about that. What I will say is that it, some people have been given their opinion and it's not been going so well for them. For instance, Felicia Rashad, who played Claire Huxtable on the Cosby show. So she played Bill Cosby's wife. She basically tweeted and she was all excited. And I I don't have the direct quote, but she said something like, finally, miscarriage of justice has finally been corrected. That should have never happened or something like Mm -hmm. that. She said something along the lines of that. And then Aunt Viv from the Cosby show, wait, Bo, from from the other family show, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So Claire Huxable from the Cosby show versus Aunt Viv from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So they're having a mom off right there, right? So she tweeted like, Oh girl, no. You know, like she didn't say that. She didn't say wow. that. I don't I don't have these direct tweets, but yeah, she was not like I think her name is Janice Hubert or Hubert Hubert. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was she's has been very opinionated in the past as well towards Will Smith, but I believe they squashed their beef. But yeah, she was not she was like, How dare you say that? Like how could you? You know? But my thing is Felicia Rashad has always stood by Bill Cosby. So it's not really surprising. And, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion, whether you think he's guilty, whether you think he's innocent, you know, so she isn't, she isn't backing down and she's standing by that. Uh, and it's getting her to some hot water, but that's a friend right there. You know, that's a friend, no matter how naive and crazy it might be, but there's not a lot of people that will stand by you, you know? So I admire that, that, She's sticking to that regardless of what people say, because, you know, people coming at you all kind of ways might make you retract and apologize. Oh, I apologize because, you know, I didn't mean it. You know, she's, she hasn't done that. She hasn't bended. She hasn't wavered. She has just maintained her stance that he's innocent. He's a good man and she's a good friend. She's loyal to him. So go ahead, Felicia, I guess, you know, like yeah, hello, Felicia. Uh, you have to because a lot of, nowadays people are not loyal at all. So if she's going to be loyal like that, I mean, that's, that's actually pretty, pretty remarkable. Just the loyalty part of it, no, like regardless of what she's being loyal about, like it's good to be loyal about something and not be a backstabbing hater weirdo, you know? Uh, I have so many of those in my life, or I have had so many of those in my life. I'm sure we all have had some crazy backstabbing weirdo in our lives, uh, but that's neither here nor there. We're not going there. That's not that, that's not that kind of podcast today. Um, but, um, oh, and Geraldo. So she's not the only one. So Geraldo Rivera, I don't know if you guys remember Geraldo. So this is what I see. Okay. So I was just reading the headline alone and I said, I see Geraldo Rivera applauds Bill Cosby's release after being unjustly convicted, quote unquote, and suggests Weinstein could be next. Now I read that. I was like, Geraldo, are you crazy? Are you out of your damn mind? What are you doing? Are you trying to be relevant? What's going on? You know? Um, but no, um, when I read the article, so okay, so I'm going to read it. I wasn't going to read it. I was just going to read the headline and, and give my opinion. But let me actually read 
further because the headline is a bit of a shock because it's like i didn't know you were riding for bill cosby like that like geez you just came out of nowhere and like it's, it was shocking to me i really didn't know he was checking for bill cosby like that but okay um people are being very bold in their tweets and whatnot so anyway so i don't think this was a tweet i think he did an interview so okay so let me read the article so Geraldo rivero approved of Bill Cosby's release from prison after grotesquely unfair proceedings, adding that Harvey Weinstein may be next. uh, Rivera, an attorney, said he wrote a note to himself in 2018 describing Cosby as a sexual predator who left a a trail of human misery and despair, while predicting that his conviction will be overturned because the judge went way over the line in allowing unrelated victim testimony. Okay, so I'm going to stop there for a second. That confused me because the headline said that he applauded Bill Cosby's release and, and Harvey Weinstein's next, right? What the hell? First of all, Harvey Weinstein I better not go nowhere. I know that. I know that. You better not go nowhere. That will piss, piss me, off. me off. For real, for real. I'll give my opinion about that because with Bill Cosby, that one, it's like all these women have spoken up. And, for you, you know, when, when somebody has, is saying that something has happened to them, you should listen to them. And that's the thing about it. You know, we, we really do listen to women, which is what you're supposed to do without questioning anything. Um, but my only question was, you know, like who, like, why was, why were all these allegations kept a secret? Who was hiding it? They should be in trouble too. all the, you know, so I was just like, if it's true Mm -hmm. or whatnot. And, you know, then, then you throw the whole conspiracy thing in there. I just, I just had a lot of, you know, questions as to what happened you know so it's like was it something where he was supposed to help their career and and he didn't and now they were mad at him you know like that's what was my question but i don't i don't know you know what i mean i don't know them personally i don't you know you don't have to know anyone personally to believe when they say they've been harmed in some way especially if everyone's story is relatable you know so many of them too so it's just like i don't know i have no idea um so that's why i, I was like i'm just not going to give my opinion about bill cosby because you know it's it's just I'm just looking at this like oh damn this is this we can I think we can all agree that this is absolutely insane you know but with Harvey Weinstein w- there is proof honey there is proof everywhere you know there's and that's more recent and and more believable to be honest with you you know um that Harvey Weinstein was out here just being a predator and being nasty you know um but anyways what kind of shit is that so yeah he but uh, uh, that would really upset me if he got because th- there was so much evidence towards harvey weinstein you know but anyway so i'm gonna go on with Haraldo's interview okay so i'm gonna keep reading the article so it says what they did to this guy was mob justice he said on fox news as america reports with john roberts and sandra smith so he's talking about bill cosby okay um first of all the former state district attorney promised that they would not bring a criminal case against him if he testified in a a civil disposition. That was an express agreement that he had with the former district attorney. That's number one. Number two, to bring in five unrelated victims to testify against him was so grotesquely unfair that it just seemed to me that this was mob justice, quote unquote. And then it says, how is he going to get back those, these two years that he has lost? Rivera asked, adding, this should have never happened. Well, the whole thing should have never happened. You know, the whole thing, like basically like women being violated and all, none of that, none of that should have happened, uh, allegedly or whatever. I don't know. 
Um, okay, when asked by John Roberts about how the accusers will get a sense of justice, Riviera said, our hearts will go out to these victims. They should have gone to a prosecutor when their cases were ripe for justice. I'm sorry that they are not getting a sense of moral fulfillment now or rehabilitation or repair for the damage that this man probably did to them, but that's not the way the criminal justice system works, he continued. In our system, there's an accuser, there's evidence, the evidence is testified by the defense, and then the jury or the judge rules on it. In this case, they brought in people that were unrelated to this victim. Hmm. Why just five? Why not 50? Why not all 50 that you say were harmed by this monster? In this case, the prosecutors embellished Cosby's alleged wrongdoing in a way that was wrongful. Cosby stood accused of sexually assaulting Andrea Constan, who said that the encounter took place in 2004. Okay, so I'm going to stop reading there, okay? So um, this is from Yahoo News, and this article is by Carly Romaine. So if you guys want to read that, you can. So it's Yahoo News, okay? So, okay, a few things there. So Geraldo's giving his opinion as a lawyer. So it sounds like Geraldo is some kind of a lawyer or, or, or has studied law and he knows the whole legal field, you know? Um, or at least enough about it to make an opinion. Uh, we as regular civilians, you know, who have not studied law, we're just looking at, okay, 50 women complain, hmm. put them, put them in jail, you know? And that's, I think that's why he is eligible for, um, bail or whatever it is he came out hmm. on. I think yeah, his release, because it was like, they didn't follow like the justice system is supposed to follow a certain statute of rules and they didn't do that. And they basically violated his rights. Cause even if somebody is an accuser or a criminal, they also have rights. I know it's crazy. Right. Um, so that's probably why. And I don't know if Harvey Weinstein was uh, like whatever, but, and this is why you see, this is why OJ also got off as well. OJ Simpson. Um, because they didn't, you know, with that one, they just didn't do a good enough job. They didn't, um, the, the, the prosecutors didn't do a good job proving that OJ was beyond a reasonable doubt, a murderer, you know, because if there's any reasonable doubt, then you, you know, like that's what I said, if it, if it don't fit, you must acquit, whatever. <laughs> so, um, yeah, anyways, law is pretty interesting. If you guys want, you can read up on it and see what's going on. But yeah, Aunt Viv was like, oh no, he, he, he was rumored to be doing stuff like this all the time and everybody knew what was going on. Uh, I feel like Bill Cosby was just out here hoeing, you know, like just out there, just really being a real hoe, you know? And I feel like women were eagerly ready to be with him, you know? But um, if he was really like out drugging women, like that just, that's some other thing. So if, if a woman's willing to be with you, you don't have to drug her. Nope. So it's like, this is insane. Like, so you're some kind of psychopath. You're some kind of Ted Bundy maniac, if that's what you're on, you know? But anyways, moving on from that, that went to a dark place. So we'll see what happens. But I'm going to say this about people who do wrong things and get away with it. You're not really getting away with it. Even with, when it comes to the Aboriginal children being buried and all that stuff in unmarked graves, you're not getting away with it because... I believe in a higher power and I believe that if whatever you do here on earth 
and you think you're going to die and go to heaven? Oh, no, honey. You're going to burn for eternity. Okay? And, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. If you're just a monster like that, you'll get dealt with. And even you don't even need to die and go to hell. You could still, like, you do something messed up and karma will come back and, and, and cut you deep, honey. So... And it doesn't matter how sorry you are, how much you ask for forgiveness. You, yeah, you'll be forgiven after you get this punishment, honey. You know, <laughs> like catch all this punishment. So that's what that's what helps me. I don't know if anyone else believes that. You don't have to, but that's that's what I know. I've seen for myself. So I'll move on from that. Um, okay, so since we're in the realm of legal stuff, okay, so I'm gonna go to the NBA for a second. So I've been watching the NBA finals. I'm a huge fan of the NBA, as you guys should know by now. You know, I'm also, my team is the Toronto Raptors. They didn't make it to the playoffs this year. All good. You know, we'll just reconstruct and come back next year. So I was watching one of, one of the games. I, I believe it was Phoenix Suns versus the Clippers, the LA Clippers. And, and I'll get into that in a second. But before, I want to say this, okay? So I'm watching this game. And then out of nowhere, it says that uh, there's this article that says um, the NBA announced today that Toronto Raptors guard Jalen Harris has been dismissed and disqualified from the league for violating the terms of the NBA slash NBPA anti-drug program. I don't know what the NBPA is, but anyways, um, under the anti-drug program, Harris as a first year player is eligible to apply for reinstatement in one year. So I see that and I'm like, what? Because like, the first thing that, that pops out to me is a Raptors player was dismissed and disqualified. And I was like, who? And then they're like, Jalen Harris. And I'm like, again, who? You know, I, I mean, he hasn't been playing with us like that for, for, um, for him to be embarrassing us and bringing down our brand. You know, I'm a, and I'm a huge Raptors fan. He was, he play, I think he was very new. Like he, he, play, he must have played in like five games. I don't even know. So it's just like, excuse me, Jalen Harris, uh, why are you out here? First of all, that's embarrassing for you and your family that you, you know how hard it is to probably get to the NBA and you, you made it. And now you out here getting dismissed and disqualified. Like, how, and how are you dismissed and disqualified? That's a lot of D's, yo. Throw some D's on that bitch. Not defense. Throw some D's uh, on that bitch. <laughs> dismissed and disqualified. Holy crap. Just dissing. Um... Yeah, yeah, we don't know you like that, sir, for you to be embarrassing us. I, I don't appreciate that. And yeah, like I, I feel like if I was the Raptors spokesperson, I'd be like, yeah, we know him, but we don't know know him. You know, he he ain't one of us like that. We didn't jump him in yet to the Raptors gang. He wasn't jumped in, you know? So mm, I feel like we should just kind of like slowly back away from that. Like, oh, no, no. I mean, I mean, he plays for us, but he don't really play for us. You know, like we just... We just met him. We don't know. You know, like, I would totally back. I would, like, no. Disassociate. Dismiss, disqualify, and disassociate with that guy. For real. Like, no, don't bring down our brand. We're championships. We're 2019 NBA champs. Don't play with us. Duh. You know? But anyways, moving on from that. Um, so, okay. So now um, the Phoenix Suns beat the LA Clippers. Um, so now they're, going, they're the Western Conference Finals champions. Western Conference champions, uh, Western Conference NBA champions. I don't know the title, but they just won in the West. Okay, they they won. They they beat everybody in the West. So now they're the best in the West. Yeah, yeah, like that. Okay, so, but that game got intense because Patrick Beverly, I think his name is Patrick Beverly. Is it Patrick Beverly? 
the player on the Clippers team got so mad by you know losing. I think his name is Patrick Beverly. Hold on, I'm I'm actually googling this right now. Yeah, his name is Patrick Beverly. He is on the Clippers team, LA Clippers. He lost his cool, and he like as the as the um, players are going to their benches for timeout. I guess they call the timeout, and they're going to the benches or whatever, and they're all walking. And um, Chris Paul had walked by Patrick Beverly and made eye contact, but didn't say anything. I don't. I didn't see his mouth move. He just kind of made eye contact <laughs> with Patrick Beverly, and Patrick Beverly couldn't handle it and just pushed him and pushed him. Not even pushed, shoved him and like chucked him. Like, and it's like a push where you could have got whiplash. Like his head, like your, his body went forward. So Chris Paul's body went forward, and then his head went back. So imagine getting pushed where your body goes forward and your head. So it's like two extremes that your body is doing head back, body forward. And then he fell and then he fell on the ground, but then he got up and and Chris Paul got up laughing, you know, but Patrick, Patrick Beverly was ejected for that because don't be doing that. That's insane. You know that. And it's very unsportsmanlike, like beyond unsportsmanlike. It's, it's being a real sucker, you know, like a, um, like a like just bad sportsmanship all around you know and um sore loser immature i i feel like that's how kids would play you know like when they're losing and they get mad and they just get violent like oh you know <laughs> like yeah that doesn't that doesn't make sense you're a grown-ass man playing in the nba you're a professional you should be able to control yourself a little bit more but you know yeah you're, you're also human i get it you know and sometimes these guys these emotions flare and but men are weird like that. They, they, you know, men, men can fight like that and then still be cool and be like, hey, you want to go play pool? And it's like, women, if you even look at me wrong, I, yeah, you're dead to me forever. You know, like it's beef for life. I hate you. Know? you. <laughs> but, um, that's, it's weird. But yeah, so Patrick Beverly did apologize and he said, oh, my bad. Like he said something like my bad, uh, didn't mean to take it out on you. Emotions got the best of me or something like that, you know? And he's like, good luck with everything. And then he put like an emoji with the fingers crossed and um, Shannon Sharp, I believe he was a sports commentator. He's, he said, Oh, the fingers crossed means that you don't mean it. Like you just think, and it's true. When you cross your fingers, it means that you're, you're not telling the truth. So if he said, my bad, I'm sorry, wish you the best or whatever. He didn't put praying hands. He put fingers crossed the emoji. You know, it's so funny how an emoji can betray you, you know? Um, so he probably does. I don't think he means it. I feel like if you push somebody like that to hurt them, to give them whiplash and to make them fall on the floor and all that, even though again, Chris Paul got up and was smiling, it's still, yeah, still not cool. Still not cool at all. But anyways, um, so the Suns, the Phoenix Suns will be facing the Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks beat the Atlanta Hawks last night. And I was rooting for the Hawks, the Atlanta Hawks, because I feel like they, they were number five in the league and they beat Philadelphia, who was number one. And they beat, um, they also beat, um, they beat Philly. They beat the Knicks. And I was really sure that they were going to beat the Bucks, but I guess they ran out of steam, you know? So that's what it is, you know? So maybe next year, um, Atlanta, but no, next year is going to be the Raptors. So now, uh, <laughs> so the NBA finals will be the Phoenix Suns versus the Milwaukee Bucks. And in this one, I would 
I'm going to root for the East, you know, the Milwaukee Bucks. They have a chance now that because we're, we weren't in it this year, the, the Raptors weren't in it, so they had a chance because we always beat their ass. Um, so it's nice. You know, they worked hard, so I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at the Milwaukee Bucks winning the Eastern Conference Finals, um, semifinals. And between the Suns and the Bucks, I would – I would be happy for the Bucks if they win it, but I'll be happy for the Suns too. So either way, whoever wins, it, it they will deserve it, you know, and I'll be happy for them. Um, the Bucks haven't won a championship since the 1974s or 1970s, so that's crazy. That's absolutely insane. So good luck to both teams, and I'll move on from that, all that drama in the NBA. Uh, so now the BET Awards was on last week. And normally, like for years, I've been watching the BET Awards, you know, and it's been, you know, it's been, it has moments where it's been good and whatnot. Now, apparently there's been low ratings. The ratings were the lowest it's ever been, apparently, you know, um, but what I want to say about, I want to say about this, okay, is that I'm watching this award show and I don't know if it's my age or just my preference in music, but I literally knew nobody. What? Like I'm looking, I'm like. Who are these people? I don't know anybody, any any of these artists. I, I knew about maybe five people. There was like Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B, her, H-E-R. Um, what's her, the other girl? Um, oh God. Uh, there was the, the baby. Um, and uh, Jasmine Sullivan, I think is her name. That's it. That's all I knew. That's it. And then they did a Lifetime Achievement Award for Queen Latifah, which she deserves. That's that's where I that's what I know. I grew up on Queen Latifah, and they did a um, tribute to DMX, and um, so those those were th- those two is what I know. And Lil Kim gave a nice speech for Queen Latifah, saying you know that she looks up to her, and it was really nice. I like when rappers give credit to other rappers or or anything like anybody who's in that craft, like it could be actors or whatever, anybody who came before them and they just, they, you know, they looked up to them and they, they're paying homage to them. I love that. I think that's so such a beautiful thing to do to, to show appreciation for someone who is in the same business as you and the same uh, genre of music or whatever, like that same art form as you. So that's awesome. Now. Um, yeah. I didn't know nobody. And, and it was like a twerk off. It was like all they do, all these performers do is just twerk now and they don't even do it properly. Like give me something I can work with people. You're not even twerking. Like, like I can, you know, like, come on, I could do better than you for real. Like, and I'm not trying to like, not, not that I'm some fabulous twerker over here, but like, it's not even, it's not tasteful. It's not entertaining to look. It's just gross and mediocre. And I'm going to just leave it at that. I'm just going to move on from there. Um, but, yo, DMX, um, Method Man did this tribute to DMX. And his arms, man, his arms gave me life. I, I didn't know Method Man had arms like that. Method Man from Wu-Tang? Oh, my gosh, Method Man. Don't, what are you trying to do? <laughs> I've known Method Man in the music business for how long? From Since I'm a little girl. But I'm a grown woman now. So Method Man with them arms coming through on, on the cuts, you know? He looks good. Go ahead, Method Man. Um, okay, so that's basically the, 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 the whole podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you're, you're, you know, like, I hope you enjoyed everything that I talked about. I know it's a little bit controversial with the Aboriginal children and Bill Cosby and all that, but, you know, still try to throw in some humor there, even though, you know, like hurting children or hurting women is never funny. It's really serious and horrible, but 
this the purpose of this podcast is to relate with you, make you laugh, make, spend time, make you feel like we're together, you know, and just having our having a discussion. Whether you agree with me or not, we can still have a discussion. It doesn't have to be ugly and terrible, you know. It's just my opinions of what I see going on in the world. And the world is crazy. Like the world we live in is nuts. Like Aunt Viv and Claire Huxtable are like fighting. Like, come on, really? Uh, what the hell? That's insane. Yeah, anyways. Oh, and the storage on my phone is ridiculous. Like, but like, you you ever have your phone like hate on you? My phone, like I ran out of space on my phone and it won't allow me to take any more pictures or videos. I like literally tried to take a picture and it was like, no empty your phone and i'm like okay i'll empty my phone after and they're like no you're hoarding so much shit delete your apps delete your photos delete your videos what the hell's wrong with you and it's like (laughs) oh phone is a hater and it just always pops up like you're running out of space so it's like running out of space on your phone is like really like hoarding you're just you fed it too much to capacity and your phone's just done with you like so so i've been deleting and and trying to get some more storage on my phone but anyways I will see you next week. I'm going to a comedy show later. My cousin Stan and Scott, I'm excited. Come back next week for more fun. I'm Marlena Benjamin. Have a great, great week. I love you all for listening. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye.